Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's or today's episode of No Time for Wrestling Radio. Uh, yeah, we're just here to talk about what's up, keep it short, keep it simple. Just uh, just some hot topics of what's going on in the last few days, uh, and then just move on and then talk to you later. I mean, I'm not here to keep you all day. Just remember, notimeforwrestling.com, where we post our recaps. Uh, make sure, Be sure to check out our weekly No Time for Rankings of our top 10 wrestlers of the week. And more on that later, because, you know, we have our special guests that I'd like to talk about and give them a little bit of focus. Uh, the Twitter, No Time for Rest. And Instagram, No Time for Wrestling. We have a Discord for No Time for Wrestling. It's... It's probably the first time I'm bringing it up, uh, but you should go to it. Oh, song up top, awful, A-W-E-F-U-L. Thank you, as always, for letting us use your music to bring us in and out of the show. Let's get right into it. This last weekend was the Royal Rumble. It's Wednesday, so everyone's already put out their thoughts and ideas of it. So my quick thoughts, quick takeaways, since it's the biggest thing that happened this weekend... Rhea Ripley, the big woman's surprise, I guess, or clearly to me, it looks like she's going to be a call-up. I hope she's going to be a call-up. Hopefully this isn't, uh, we're not going to see her on NXT. She wasn't on Raw. Hopefully this means she will be on SmackDown, and this is her big move from NXT to the main main roster. Because, I mean, let's face it, NXT is still, you know, NXT is still the main roster. Let's let's be honest. Let's not play with ourselves at all here. NXT is the real deal. It's got a live show. They don't pre-tape it. It's for reals. Um, the other surprise entrant would be, out of the NXT vein, would be Damian Priest in the Men's Rumble. Great showing. Eliminated a lot of dudes. Looked strong, and then the next night he was on Raw. Edge welcomed him. It's a big moment, and he's hanging out with Bad Bunny. Uh, we'll see how long Bad Bunny sticks around. If it's over because it was just a Sunday Monday deal, but still, he was there. Uh, he came back on Monday after performing on Sunday. Got that rub with Damian Priest. Uh, so, or Damian Priest got the rub with Bad Bunny because I mean, let's face it. Bad Bunny's huge. Got that 46 million followers on Instagram. That's not, that's, <laughs> I don't even scratch the surface of that, you know? And nobody in WWE is scratching the sur- surface of that either. So 46 million on Instagram. Bad Bunny, huge. Uh, but yeah, with that, Damian Priest is now on Raw. He is a full-time participant of the raw roster so welcome to the team damian priest excited to see him there um what is next for bianca belair and edge bianca belair was not on raw so assume presumably assuming she will be on smackdown and issue a challenge to sasha banks or because they have until the first weekend of April to really make a full decision. I'm not, they're not going to wait that long, but why just come out and say it the next day? So they're, you know, Sasha Banks giving her a little bit of time, let her, let the excitement of 
her of Bianca Belair winning and not having to challenge Sasha Banks right away. Uh, Edge, he's making the rounds. He was on Raw. He's announced that he's going to be on NXT, so I guess he will be on SmackDown on Friday. And then maybe we'll have the same thing next week with Bianca Belair. So that's kind of, you know, where where's that at? Well, you know, I would like to see, you know, I don't, I don't really want to see Edge versus Drew McIntyre because, I don't know, it's face versus face. Not that they can't do it, but it, WrestleMania is too big of a thing to just be like, hey, these are two guys that everybody likes. You still kind of have to have that. I don't want that guy to win feeling or, and then when they do win, you're mad. And that's the moment that like, everyone's like, Oh, Brock Lesnar or something like that. As opposed to, you know, I I like both these guys. So you just kind of feel iffy about the whole thing the whole time. And then one of them finally wins. You're like, Oh, awesome. You still have the title drew or yay. Edge won the title that he never lost. Like, I mean, that's the, I mean, that's the most uh, straightforward storyline is that this is the belt that Drew has is the belt that Edge had to, uh, when he retired, is the belt that he had to give up. So would it be, makes, would it make a lot of sense for him to just go for that title? Sure. But let's, let's see where this goes. Uh, I would rather him go against Roman, unless they have a bigger opponent for Roman, but at least then you have the, you know, Edge Edge is trying to disrupt, you know, the tribal chief or whoever the head of the table is, you know, like trying to break up the power dynamic there on SmackDown. And then he has two months to work his way into that. Um, And then you have whoever can come out of Elimination Chamber can go after Drew. Well, yeah, I mean, it's WrestleMania's two nights. It's also got a... That's the other upside. It's two nights. Be pretty exciting. See what happens. Um, so yeah, enough about enough about the Royal Rumble. We've had days to talk about that. Um, let's kind of let's talk about some New Japan AEW Bullet Club talk a little bit. Uh, first off, New Japan. They had on Saturday night into Sunday morning here. Uh, they had their first of the New Beginning uh, special events. They have the road to New Beginning, but they have their, and then they have two like New Beginning to kind of start the new year of storytelling. And the first main New Beginning show, two just killer matches. You have to go see them. You have to watch them. Take your time. If you have to pause this and come back to us, or hey, if you never come back because you get so wrapped up in the matches, that is also fine. I mean, just, I want you to just enjoy wrestling and have fun watching wrestling. That's the whole, whole point of it. Where I'm just, you know, we here at No Time for Wrestling are just trying to make that easier. We're not trying to make it more conflicting. We want it to be easier and more fun for everybody. So go check out Will Osprey versus Kojima. That match was fantastic. Uh, Paulo, that does a lot of our New Japan work for the website. He said that this match was his favorite out of the show, whereas if you go to a lot of websites with rankings and where people can kind of voice their opinions, the Tanahashi versus Shingo Takagi match for the never-open title, that by was getting a lot of... That's like a 
a 9.6 out of 10 on cagematch.net. So that's where when people say, like, this is what we think of a match, that's where I go, cagematch.net, cheap plug. They don't, you know, they're not paying me to say that. That's just where I go. But you can kind of rate matches on there. And that one, like I said, has a 9.6, which is, that's an amazing rating. And it can only, I mean, go up or at least stay in the nines. Like, it, it was a great match. So go check those two out. Anyway, on to the New Japan AEW, what is happening? We don't know fully what, if there is a crossover or not, if there is an invasion planned or anything like that. But there is talk, there is activity. Uh, the first big thing that happened on Friday was John Moxley, the New Japan U.S. title holder, showed up on their, they have a, a show on their, New Japan World, they have a show every Friday that they film in L.A., New Japan Strong, and John Moxley showed up to go face-to-face -face with Kenta, the briefcase holder for the U.S. title. Here's a little, here's the clip. I got clips for this section, so here's a clip. I think you thought you were going to get off easy, my man. I think you thought... There would always be an ocean between us, political lines between us, but I don't play those games. I don't see yellow lights, red lights. I focus on green lights. And as of this moment, my foot is officially up your ass. Your dream of becoming United States champion just became a nightmare. Boom, mic drop. His dream is a nightmare. Uh, you know, he's talking about the political lines and the of that being New Japan AEW, the ocean between them, you know, the Pacific, uh, and just everything, the pandemic, everything is making it near impossible for them to face off, but now they can. And it's things are in motion. They're going to have a match in about three weeks. So either, you know, whatever, whether obviously either Moxley keeps the title and we have more crossover or Kenta gets it and it keeps the belt in New Japan either way <clears throat> either way excuse me it's you know it's going to be someone from AEW versus New Japan it's not I mean it's very it is a very clear-cut line it's not like the line isn't blurred right now there are some a little, there's a little bit of crossover here and there but th this is the first clear-cut I know Moxley clearly has a contract with New Japan like Jericho's been over there there is some, you know, communication, but nothing that is clear cut. You know, Moxley was the their heavyweight champion, and you know, Kent has been eyeing this title since he won the briefcase. So, I'm excited. Hopefully, in a couple weeks, we'll see what happens. But more crossover talk because there's been a lot of Bullet Club uh, antics on being the elite and that shows up on dynamite and on impact on Tuesdays and obviously at new Japan where the bullet club started and lives and thrives. So here's, here's uh, the good brothers and the young bucks talking from being the elite on Monday. And then I'll go into what Jay white said on Sunday morning. So just a little, little back and forth that they're having. 
Dude, it was, but a it was great. Guys, it felt like old time. It felt like 2013. Yeah, yeah. sure did. Not, not the 2021 version of the Bullet Club, because no. we know oh. it sucks. Evil is in here, right? Oh. And guys, this is, this is not a storyline. We're not working with them. Oh, it's not going to happen. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Yeah, as he, he they said, you know, like evil isn't here. You know, 2021 Bullet Club sucks. This is the original Bullet Club from 2013. If you've read the Young Bucks book, they talk about just how that kind of all got started with uh, Prince Devitt, Finn Balor, and uh, Gallows and Anderson, and just and then how AJ Styles, Kenny Omega, like the the kind of like the 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 path of it all uh and now jay white's the leader and he had some things to say sunday about how their bullet club is real and not uh some silly reunion it's the real era i'm still bullet club i'm real bullet club this is real bullet club right here Uh, went on a cheap ripoff, trying to recreate the past to try and regain some relevance and doing corny reunions just so you can sell shitty t-shirts to you all. But of course, you all still buy them because you are, you are you. This is a real Bullet Club. Let me tell you what real Bullet Club is about. It's about change. It's about moving forward. It's about progression. It's not about living in the past. It's not about going backwards. So, what's next for me? What am I progressing towards? You just saw. You just saw up there. So yeah, there, there's you know Jay White having his issues with old bullet club living in old bullet club ways, and even then, it's like you know the the too sweet and all the stuff like they 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 prided themselves on doing all the stuff that everyone liked from the you know that the 80s 90s wrestling and then bringing it back for a new generation and you know it's fun they had they have fun it's we all still like it that's what it is uh and jay white's kind of like saying hey let, let's not live back there we're up here they're better you know so who knows we'll see they could just be it could just all be talk because it gets people to watch which people are watching and then if they're working together it turns into something but if it's just talk it's i mean it's fun i mean that's that's some of the fun of different promotions is that we could always kind of dream book what we'd like to see and you know Tony Khan's making some of that happen on a small scale, but let's see if he can make it happen on a bigger scale. You know, get get some people working together and uh, make wrestling a big, huge crossover, you know, sweet, super fun time. Uh, real quick, going to take a quick break before we get into the last two things. Uh, and those last two things are going to be real short. Um, but the break, as always, the No Time for Wrestling, No Time for Rankings come out every Monday. It's our top 10, like, college football style uh, rankings, and it's us us couple guys here at No Time for Wrestling, and then we have a guest or two, and then there's the fan vote. Very important on 
some point on Saturday, Sunday. It's harder on pay-per-view weekends. Like, I put it out Saturday, but I had to kind of guess, like, who's going to be the surprise people in the Royal Rumble. I put up a fan vote. You can vote for as many people each time. Like, you can click every name on the list and then hit vote. So you can vote for all, like, if there's 20 people, you can do a vote for all 20 people. And you can come back and do that as many times as you want. Or somebody did do this. They really clearly liked Randy Orton, so they just voted for Randy. Refresh, voted for Randy. They did that. Somebody did that like 10 times, and that cranked Randy up to the top, and there he sat for the fan vote last week. Uh, But our guests this last week were one, real quick, my sister, Liz. We watched the Royal Rumble together every year. We used to go to bars to watch it. We've had like gatherings at uh, our apartments, and now that, you know, I've, you know, over time, you know, I got married and I've moved away from Sweet Home Chicago and now we just have to do it all over FaceTime and we just watch it over the phone and that's, we still have fun. So she gave a top 10 based on, you know, what she saw in the Rumble basically and there's a couple moments where she was like, who is that person? She had to keep asking me names because the Royal Rumble, basically the only thing she watches every year, which is totally fine. Uh, it's the best show. And I said that last week, Royal Rumble, it's the best show every year, so why watch anything else? Because it's super fun. Uh, and then our guest who wa- who is a part of the, you know, internet wrestling community, who uh, it's Nick Tulo from the Comedians of Wrestling podcast, uh, at Tiptoe with Tulo on Twitter, Instagram, and on Twitch. So he does watch-alongs on Twitch uh, with... He double rigs it with showing multiple shows at the same time, and he talks about everything. I have got to pause this recording. My apartment is calling me about. Okay, and we are back. Topic number three. Going to make these last two topics real quick. Um, I'm going to be honest. Nah, I don't need a lot of honesty here. Uh, One of the things from the Royal Rumble that everyone's kind of like up in arms about is the Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, golf cart spot. Because everyone's being like, oh, AEW did it with Sammy Guevara. And they're just trying to copy. And, like, everything's copying. And then, like, I saw Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara put posting it on Twitter. And, like, different people, you know, like, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Who cares? Who cares? Uh, Tommy Dreamer came out and said that they, he and Raven did a golf golf cart spot in ECW in like 1995, 96, something like that. So, and he, they're like, oh, we got it because we saw uh, a car. Somebody got hit by a car in the eighties. So it's, it's just, it's, this is stupid to like compare like guys in the same different companies have the same finishing moves. Like who, who cares if they do different things? Like one of them's going to do it, the other one's going to do it. Or something happened three years ago, and then this it happens in another company. They're just like, hey, well, they already did it. You know, it's like you're just copying them. Or when it's the same instance of when one guy leaves a company and goes to the other company, and they're like, oh, they're, they're awesome here, but they sucked over there. Or they're like, no, now that they're gone, they're going to suck. It's like, can't. why does it have to be like that? They can just do stuff. Like, I'm sure Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns are setting up that match, and 
you saw that it went backstage and it takes place at a gigantic baseball field so you have to get around and golf carts make sense and they probably saw hey i could take that golf cart and when you come out of this hallway i can blast you with the golf cart it'd be hilarious and it was i laughed so hard because it just it was out of nowhere like you they always talk about randy orton in an rk out of nowhere out of nowhere well that Roman Reigns on a golf cart was out of nowhere. So, I mean, I laughed hard, and I even said said to my wife, I was like, yeah, I was, I, was, I was laughing so hard, but I was like, yeah, it's just like what AEW did. And then, but I still laughed. I didn't, like, complain that they did it. I just said that, oh, it happened. They probably saw it, and they wanted to do it because, like, it was funny. I laughed. I laughed when it happened to Sammy Guevara. I laughed both times when it happened to Sammy. I laughed when he got ran over by the horse. I mean, it's if they do it for entertainment, and I was entertained. So let us all just not be entertained. Are you not entertained? Ugh. Anyway, that's all I got to say about that. Just be entertained. Who cares where you saw it, if you've seen it before, if you see it again. That's the whole point of things being good. If it's good, you can keep doing it, and people can keep doing it and keep liking it. If we got bored and hated it so much, you know, we would... I mean... We'd, we'd hate everybody's finishing move because that's the way they finish a match is from that finishing move. And we'd just be like, oh, I've seen, you know, I've seen 50, you know, I've seen 50 uh, Finn Balor matches and they all end in 50 coup de gras. That is boring. It's like, no, it's, it's get over it. Just enjoy the show. Who cares if they used golf carts? They're going to use, use golf carts because golf carts are a thing. You don't see golf getting mad because they used golf carts. Ugh. Anyway. Topic four, real quick. Is the Hurt Business okay? Is Hurt Business going to file for bankruptcy? I mean, let's... Let's... Um, hopefully not. I don't know. You got Bobby Lashley's getting mad at MVP. Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin always kind of like having issues in their tag matches. Like, I know, like, sometimes it's okay to have factions and groups, stables, last for a long time look at the new day look at how long the shield went and they would break up and they'd get back together it's okay i know hurt business it's been a little almost a year because mvp came back at the rumble last year and then you give him a little bit of time to find his footing and then all of a sudden boom he's got the hurt business so uh it's okay if the hurt business keeps going it's only been a year they can grow they can expand you know business you know, they're open for businesses. Business is good. Let business be good. Anyway, I don't want the Hurt Business to break up. I want them to keep going. That's all I really got to say about that. So with that said, it's the end of the show. Um, we will be back again, you know, in a couple of days or next week. We, we shall see. Uh, again, awful. Out of Chicago, thank you for the music. No time for wrestling.com for all your recaps. Uh, no time for rest on Twitter. No time for wrestling on Instagram. Uh, I put things on Reddit. I put things on Pinterest. I put it everywhere. It's on Facebook. Uh, so, yeah, just follow us. Hit us up. Tell friends who need to know what's going on in wrestling. Tell them about us. No time for wrestling. Because when you don't have time to watch, we do. We do.